Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're suffering hair loss from chemo, alopecia, or your hair is simply thinning out, I know exactly what you're going through. You see your scalp shining through and you're terrified you're going bald? Ugh, that is not a good feeling. But the good news is we found each other and I'm here to help you with all of that. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist and the owner of Very Best Little Hair House. I have been wearing wigs myself for over 20 years and I know firsthand wig shopping, along with the stigma and shame that goes along with hair loss, doesn't help, but I'm here to change that. I'm here to help you feel inspired, educated, and empowered about everything alternative hair. From the shame and stigma, all the way to wigs, toppers, why not all wigs are created equal. I have so much to say and so much to share with you, and I am excited that you're here. So take a deep breath, feel the love I'm sending your way. It's time to find and love yourself again. Let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. This is Deborah Heim, and I am your host, and yay, I'm excited to have this podcast. It's actually kind of a dream come true. Part of what I wanted to do when I opened my shop almost six years ago was not just to have a cool wig shop where we had the newest, the best, you know, a fun place to shop, a great experience, but I also wanted to pretty much just change the way wig shopping and the whole wig industry is right now and make it so that Wearing a wig or alternative hair just becomes a thing. Like, there's such a shame and a stigma about it, so I wanted to change that. And then as I had this shop, I realized that there are quite a few people out there doing their thing as far as wig reviews and talking about wigs. And even some wig shops have, like, you know, the YouTube thing and stuff going on. But the way I run my shop, it's dedicated to whoever comes comes through the door, we help them find the hair that works for them. And it is so much fun. And our results are great. We have about 600 clients right now that we've helped find their dream hair. And I'll tell you, they come through the door sometimes in a state of dread, like, oh God, I hope I'm going to be able to at least find a wig. But by the time they leave, the decision is usually which one do I take? I mean, we operate differently. When you come see us, it's an hour-long consultation at the end of the hour. Usually the decision, like I said, is, you know, which one do I want to limit it to? And sometimes people go home with more than that because that's a good strategy. I mean, if you're going to live life in alternative hair, you're going to need more than one wig. But anyway, I guess that's a whole nother episode in itself. So whatever information I give to you, it's not just because I wear wigs myself, but that goes into it. But also there are things that I see um, people that come to our shop going through. And also, I belong to a number of wig group forums, and I'm kind of like a lurker in there. So I read a lot of the things, the problems, the concerns people are having, and, you know, just to keep up to date so that I can run my shop better. And I feel there are some things I'm really uniquely qualified to talk about, because not only is it me or my opinion, it's also what I see in my shop. 
So that brings me to the subject of today's podcast, which is, and you probably already know this, the wig never looks like the picture. And yeah, I know it's probably like, oh, but I can tell you from the time the pandemic went and we had to strictly go to just selling online, I'll tell you what, it's so much more fun in person. People always end up going with something they never even planned on and certainly nothing like the picture they brought in, but that might be depressing because you may not have someplace close to you or whatever, but I'm going to give you some of the little background and the reasons I see why looking at a picture or bringing a picture in of a wig you saw on somebody else or what you want to look like, why it doesn't really work out. So let me get it together and I'll start. Okay. The first reason is when you look in a catalog or online or on a review, most of the times, especially if it's the manufacturer's picture or whoever is, you know, trying to sell you the wig, that's usually where people first start to go to look for wigs. Well, it's just like they want it to look their best. Okay. And if you think about it, that's kind of what we all do. If you're putting a picture on social media or whatever, you want to put your best foot forward. So sometimes those wigs have been like professionally styled. They're not going to put the bad picture up. And the truth is, is that they do, if that is the authentic wig from the manufacturer, when you get it, it will look like that. But sometimes it doesn't come out of the box looking like that. So in the shop, when I bring a wig out of a box, I'm able to tell the client, well, look, you know, you need to do this to get the lace front to fit flat and things like that. So I wonder when people are getting it out of the box, if they're kind of shocked that it doesn't look like it did on the reviewer or the picture or whatever. And I can say that during the years that now that I've ordered wigs by the dozen, I've learned to be able to tell, you know, even before I order it, I can look at a wig and tell like where it's going to be thick, where it's going to be thin, and I can reasonably expect what I'm going to get when I order it. But still, sometimes it's a surprise to me. Also, another reason, the colors. They hardly ever look as accurate as when you can see it in person in front of you. Now, reasons for that are different lighting. So in my shop, we have different lighting sources so you can walk over to the window, different mirrors, because it's going to look different in different lighting. Some of the ones that can really be most deceiving, when you're looking at a picture, it will look like it's, there's certain shades that have auburn or red in them. And I think those are the kind of the hardest to judge by a picture alone, which, and this is even more depressing, sometimes even the color ring isn't any more predictive of it. And when the color rings come in, especially if it's like a dimensional color, the color ring will have strands of each of the color in it, but the distribution on the wig is going to be different with each and every wig. Okay, so even if you get three wigs in the same color, um, they're all going to be slightly different. Not only just with color, but sometimes with length. So that's a reason that, you know, a lot of errors can be prevented or a lot of purchases that maybe you wouldn't have made if you're able to try it on. Another major reason that it will look different is because of the fit. Everybody's head's different size. And although all wig brands come, they all, usually all have an average size. That average is different from brand to brand. So 
when you're choosing simply from a picture, you might want to check what that brand's cap size fit. And out of all of the specs and stuff like that, sometimes I think it can kind of complicate your decision if you're looking at specs. I know some people swear that they need them. However, the most important one is cap size. And even then, if your head is a different shape, you know, some people, it's just like they'll have a flatter spot on the back of their head. So you tend to get an area where the cap doesn't fit. And, you know, you can work with some of these things, but in my shop, if we can avoid it, you know, we do. Just by trying one wig on, I can narrow it down to what way to go with what brand because almost every brand will have something in a style that you like. So what I usually do when someone comes in is figure out what fits them best and then narrow it down to size and then color. The other thing, not all wigs come in every color. Um, some of them, especially brands like Ellen Villa, who is a clothing designer, you know, by, by trade before she went into hair. Um, and she's really specific about certain styles being in certain colors. And I'll tell you, in the five to six years that I've had the shop, this is so true. So by ordering, I kind of use my intuition and every time I pick out a wig that I'm excited about that looks great in a certain color, certain length, it never fails the person that is meant to wear that wig will come through the door. That's one of the things I love about having my shop. I rely a lot on my intuition. And when you come through the door and I talk to you, kind of also, I'll ask you to show me the pictures you brought because everybody brings pictures and usually everybody brings a friend for the, you know, the opinion, which of course I'm always going to tell you the truth because I will be doggone if I let you walk out of my store looking like you're wearing a wig. However, I get it. So we have what we call spectator seats so that the person you bring, you know, we usually ask you to limit to one or two people to come for your visit and they're welcome to watch and give the opinion. Another episode coming up will be why you should choose your wig yourself and not by group consensus, but I'll save that for another time. Another thing that really helps to see in person is the fiber or the hair of the wig. When you're looking at a picture, everything looks good, but I will tell you in person, some companies' fibers look quite different from another. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but certain fibers look better or more natural on certain people, if that makes sense. You know, sometimes if your hair has a little bit more of a curl, then when I look at you and you come through the door, I know, you know, who makes what and what it's, what's going to be the most natural look on you. But other than that, just keep in mind that when you're ordering a wig, when it comes in, the hair or the fiber itself may be something that varies from what you expect. Another thing I wanted to mention as far as pictures, because a lot of people will bring in pictures from Pinterest. And a lot of times when you bring a picture like that to the wig shop, what I can do is do my best to get you to that point. But even though there's thousands upon thousands of wigs out there, you know, what I have in my shop, I choose because it looks natural, because it has the potential to work for more people than just just a few. So sometimes wigs just aren't made 
like certain pictures that you see. So sometimes it's good to go there to get ideas and bring them into the wig shop because at the very least, I know who makes what and whether they make it or not. But sometimes what you're looking at isn't even really a picture of a wig. And sometimes I've seen some of like the internet sites, I'm just going to say overseas companies, they will work a lot of times with pictures that aren't even the wig that you will be getting. So that's something to be careful about. But I'm not here to talk to you about what sites you should avoid. I just thought I'd throw that out there in the interest of knowledge because I think you would think they can't do that, but the shame of it is they do. Another thing that we get a lot of is pictures of Lisa Rinna. I swear to God, beautiful lady. I must have seen more pictures of Lisa Rinna than probably her husband or her fan club. She's gorgeous. But I'll tell you, she has like a top Beverly Hills stylist, or if she's wearing a wig, they're going to be in the $30,000 range with the top stylist. So although there are wigs out there that are choppy, cute, like that, again, when somebody comes in with a picture of Lisa Rinna, I will pick out six wigs that look like Lisa Rinna style, and yet nobody will like any of them. And then they leave with something totally different. So sometimes what looks good on somebody else isn't going to look good on you. And, you know, that's why it helps to come to my shop so you can see yourself. I'm just trying to tell you that if you order something expecting to look a certain way, uh, you know, how it fits alone, if it doesn't fit your head right, it's not going to look like Lisa Rinna. But anyway, it's good to get style ideas from people people, but hopefully it will look good on you. The next look that is so popular that a lot of people end up getting disappointed when it's on them is beachy waves. Now, there is a beachy wave for everybody. That's why I have several of them. But I'll tell you, especially if you are someone with hair loss or has had straight hair your whole life, that is the number one thing that people come through the door thinking they want that they end up not getting. I'll tell you, most beachy waves, even the light versions that um, John Renault has some lovely ones out, um, they tend to look like a lot of hair. So beachy waves is something, you know, of course, if you get a wig, you can always do things like, you know, comb it down, thin it out, what have you. I'm just letting you know the beachy waves are like kind of dangerous territory. They look gorgeous. The thing is, I think everybody looks gorgeous in them, but you tend to to want to wear what you're comfortable in. So sometimes I think, and I'm guilty of this myself, when I look at a picture and the person looks good, the whole romance of that picture, and it can happen with the wig catalogs too, you know, you don't even think about it. You just kind of want to look like that. And I know people are thinking, well, I don't, I know I don't look like that. But I'm saying it's something you don't think about. The whole thing kind of, you know, draws you in. So, you know, when you come to a shop like mine, we try every look out there on you and people leave, like I said, often choosing something that they hadn't planned on or sometimes didn't know existed because I'm really good at having like a truly bespoke inventory that, you know, 500 different things. Some of the way the wig industry, a lot of the vendors are set up now is that if you're a wig shop, you get a better deal if you buy a certain number from them at one time, which when I opened my shop, I set it in my mind that I wasn't going to 
do that unless I had to, because I think I am a firm believer that there is alternative hair out there correct for each and every person. And I do my best to have that selection so that when you come to my shop, you we cut the tag and you walk out into your new life. I'm telling you, people leave my shop. The first thing they want to do is go out to dinner, go shopping, what have you. And that just fills my heart with joy because I know the joy that the right alternative hair did for me that first time. That's what lit my fire to have a wig shop. And, you know, I'm kind of hoping that people will want to join in and have a wig shop like mine because the time has never been better than right now. Women want a nice place and men too. Once again, think I gave that disclaimer before. When I say women, I also need men because they want to have hair too. It's got to be a fun place to shop. I try and make it a total experience when you come to my shop. And I could go on and on. I see I'm hitting near the 20 minute mark. I think I might break this down into another episode to give you points on how to choose your wig from a picture, but that's probably another good 20 minutes. So, you know, I will wrap this up right now. If you liked today's episode, come hang out in my wig group. You can find it, Wise Wig Advice, on Facebook, or you can go to the Very Best Little Hair House page and, you know, find it through there on the groups. You know, you will find it. In my group, everybody's welcome. Doesn't matter where you buy your wig. We don't have have sales of wigs in my group. I figure there are enough groups out there that do that. I just try to have a place that you can come and get a reliable answer if you have a question from not just myself. I have other people in there that I feel qualified to answer. Some of the the groups that I'm in, I mean, it's always good to have support, but sometimes the support or the experts or what have you are people that do wear wigs themselves. But, you know, in my group, you have the added benefit of I can tell you what's worked for other people. So anyway, if you have any episode ideas, drop me a line. Don't know at this point what next week's episode will be, but I hope you tune in then and thank you for listening. Bye-bye. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.